This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Live from Arden Hills Premier Advisory Group, Big O Money Show, right? We're here at the home office. Tony Shore is with me. We're uh, this week here at a, a advisory forum, which we bring a whole lot of different uh, uh, investment companies in, right? And right. Uh, w- a great time uh, here and, and, and lots of insight on what's going on. It's been a rough, uh, rough year in the market. Yeah. Um, welcome, everybody. And again, it's the Big O Money Show. My name is Bill Altman. I have my uh, co-host, uh, Tony Shore, and uh, it is a lot of fun here. But uh, let's talk about what's going on, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you're up here. You happen to be here right now in Minneapolis with some of the leaders in the financial industry. And you and other top advisors from around the United States are in Minneapolis to discuss finances, where things are headed and at the same time, the same week that's happening, the Fed raises interest rates by uh, three quarters of three a point. Quarters. Third consecutive hike of three quarters. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So 75 basis points. Uh, you know, Jay Powell, his goal is to he's very hawkish right now. And he his goal is to get that get get inflation down. They want to see a two percent number. Uh, so it, it, and it's going to take a little bit to do that. There's no doubt about it. Right. Right. Um, we have a, a strange year, um, like we've talked about for so many uh, times on the show that, you know, history may uh repeat a, a, a version of itself right but it doesn't repeat itself exactly ah, with the yep. with the markets and with the economy it's always something a little bit different you know the safe havens you know people talk about gold gold's even down about almost six percent or so for yeah. the year well, right? bonds and gold are down so bonds, what do you do yeah, yeah. and and uh, the headline this morning i made the mistake bill of looking at cnbc yeah and the headline was s p falls uh to the lowest since july because investors fear the Fed pushing the economy into the recession with the interest rate, right? And gold and and bonds are down, but yet the stock market's down. Yeah. So usually you don't have all three. Usually right. gold and bonds are your fallback when the market drops, right? That's right. Yeah, you know, bonds, U.S. aggregate bond down about 12 percent for the year. S and P eighteen percent for the year. Yep. We have to make sure, and I talk about this all the time, and it's hard to remember this, and it's it's hard to t- kind of a. Uh, uh, you know, I, I say it's hard to remember because we all remember it, right? It's not hard to remember, but it's but it's difficult to think about when markets are 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 the way they are and they're so volatile and we have political turmoil and it's not political turmoil on U.S. soils only. It's global political turmoil, um, and we, and we have a lot going on, right? But we have to remember, two hundred and twenty five percent up over the last ten years has been the S and P five hundred. Yeah, huge. It's, right. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you look at the big picture. This is probably a, another blip. It it is. That's exactly right. But it's it isn't it so tough to feel that right? <laughs> it and is. So you ask what the safe haven is. Well, wh- I mean, where was it? I mean, energy 
you could have made a ton of money in energy, but energy's so volatile, you would also got hammered the last few months in energy, right? right From right. its high, yeah. You know, so yeah, that's the leader, but you don't want to you don't want to be all there. Um, do you want a piece of gold in your portfolio? It can lessen volatility, of course, right? We can lessen volatility and, and improve overall sharp ratio. All these things that sure that that gold can play into, but we don't you don't want a whole lot of it in your portfolio. I don't think, you know, and that's just me, right? You know, and that's, and that's a lot of advice that I'm going to give to consumers. You don't want to go all in on any one thing. You want to stay diversified and you have to stay diversified this year, staying diversified definitely was handy. Right. But, but it's not like any one of those classes just except for that energy piece and commodities. Right. But it's been so lackluster for so long. Remember, remember, uh, uh, March of, uh, 2020 energy futures, you could drive down to the Gulf coast and pick up a barrel of oil and they'd put a 20 bucks in your, in your pocket or whatever. Right. Yeah. They were, it was almost to the point where they were paying you to take it. I mean, truly. Right. And there was such a mess and that, and and, and that changes. And that's why sometimes those outliers are tough to, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda type of deal. Right. But you couldn't cause, but because it could have been the opposite of Sure. Right. And, and and so now we're sitting at this point where uh, average, uh, I, I think the average U.S. recession and, and different definitions are all trying to redefine def, uh, recession right now. But average about 11 months. Um, we're, we're getting there, folks. OK, I'm going to tell you that right now uh, if we're looking at averages. Yeah. So it, we just need to make sure that we're kind of keeping things in perspective. You want to stay diversified. If you're selling right now, you're definitely selling at a loss. Right. Um we had a guest speaker in here, and, and she actually is the uh, the chief investment strategist at at Schwab. Wow, yeah, and, and very legit, right? Right, very uh, smart woman. Right. So, so she said, uh, you know, she said when I go into Neiman Marcus, I mean, if there's a sale or there's a sale at Neiman Marcus, I'm running in. Yeah. Right. I'm buying. So I'm not telling you to just go all in and buy everything in the market right now, but it it is on sale, right? Compar- right. Certainly compared to where it is now. Could there be more? fall of course without a doubt you know yeah. we're not going to tell you where the market's going to be at the end of the year the end of next year right. the nobody the, has a crystal ball right. and you're not giving specific advice to any specific person right uh, this is just in general what's happening and it depends on each individual situation but when the market's down you got to listen to um you know the chief strategist for charles swab you got to listen to our, our good buddy warren buffett uh when they say you gotta buy low and right. set and sell high. Yeah, I mean, Brian Belsky over at BMO. Yeah, you know, and, and it's and that's the whole thing too is we do want to take all of that, the, all of that opinion, none of the opinions junk. Right, right. Of these people, they're in a position for for a very good reason. Right, of where there are, if they're a chief investment strategist at BMO or at at at, at, at Charles Schwab. Right, people have to understand that that they're not they're no dummy. Right. But but again, people will think differently on markets and it's okay to do that. Right. And I think a consensus this year really is kind of like a what's happening. Right. Right. And and what we do know is happening is the is the Fed is tightening. You know, we've seen lots of rate increases. The rate increases. I do not believe are over. I think rate increases can can head into uh, could get into next year, first quarter next year. You know, we'll kind of see what happens there. Um, inflation and numbers are not, again, where they want. They're way higher. You know, so even if we had like a year over, even if we have a month over month flat, 
Right. They're saying that 2% may not exist until, you know, in, into next year. Yeah. Right. And now it's starting to look, they're, they're trying to hedge and give us, give us some warning that, Hey, it looks like we might be raising rates well into next year. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, and, and if they do or not. So back in, back in, I think it was June or so they were talking about, you know, maybe another increase, you know, but, but maybe a quarter point, but that'll be it, you know, and that will be it. it. And, and so again, they don't also know. Yeah. Right. And again, some of yeah. the part, smartest people in the room, we just have a lot of craziness going on, but we are entering into midterm. So that kind of changes things when you're looking at stats, too. And typically it's fairly positive. Um, but but again, it's it, it staying, staying diversified, obviously staying invested. If you're selling out of a, a, an asset class that has lost this year, what are you buying into? Right. And it kind of comes back to like our, uh, you know, our, our G50, our value dividend play. Right. And, and, and growth has gotten hit hard too. And, and there's no reason that that should not be a part of it. And precious metals could be a 5%. I'm just saying maybe for myself, a 5% allocation, right? Right. To reduce that overall risk and increase long-term returns just because of that reduction of risk, increase what they call your sharp ratio, which no one really cares about on this show because we like to have fun and talk about chickens and tractors. But today I guess it's about <laughs> sharp ratios. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, usually we don't get too heavy in the weeds with the the markets and the finances, but that's what you do, and and it is uh, good and reassuring to hear you talk about this, especially after you've been talking to and listening to uh, the some of the leaders in the financial world as to what's going on right now, and uh, people need to be, you know, they need to calm down because, as you've always said on the show, Bill, uh, don't make decisions based on emotion. Well, that, and that's great, you know, because there's a big difference between a, emotional risk tolerance and financial risk tolerance, right? And if, you, if you're if you freaking out when markets are dropping 10% or 20%, it's probably not the place for you. I'm just right. going to tell you right now, yeah. right? So, it's, um, and, and, it's, and it's a real thing. It's not to make fun of anybody that feels that way at all, right? Because it is a real, real thing. And some people, again, we've talked about Will Rogers. He once said that he's... Uh, he would rather have his money under the mattress um, than, than than lose any of it, right? So that's the place that he wants it. Yeah, it's just I love that. Right? Yeah. yeah. So you know, investing is a very disciplined process, right. isn't it? Though, and yeah. it's and it's and and, and and gambling is more spur of the moment. So if you're spur of the moment investing. It's a gambling piece, yes. right? So you want discipline. We've talked about discipline. We've talked about creating uh, direction within your portfolio. Where do we want it to be? Where do we want to go with it, right? Um, and so, again, tough year. But, um, again, we've seen it um, too many times. We've seen these tough years too many times during recessionary periods. I think on average over the last seven recessions, okay, on average we have um, – lost about three and a half, four percent in equities on the equity side and U.S. equities. Right. That's it. That's the average, Tony. And yeah. so some of those numbers back 08, that was a 35 percenter during that period of time. But there are uh, periods of time that we've seen re- recessions with up markets. So, again, it's something to, to think about. Right. So over right. time and we're, we're getting into this average period of of we're close to the average recession. Now, we do believe we're in a recession. Will it ever be com- 
will termed that because they want to now try to divide it into various sectors. You know, well, all sectors may not be in a recession, so we can't call it a recession. Kind of uh, redefining, and that's and, and and hey, welcome, right? Welcome to the world of redefining everything, politics. right? It's the politics right. of it all, and then you get into the the minutia and the politics. But Bill, you have there are uh, vehicles out there and strategies that you can use. Uh, to help folks, especially if they're nearing or in retirement, to deal with these down years like we're having now. And I mean, there are things like buffered index portfolios right. you've talked about, uh, MIGAs, and you know, I know you're not big on pushing uh, a lot of uh, you know alternative investments, but there are some really solid tools that can protect your principal during downtimes well, and, and still yeah. give you some good interest. Right? Well, an alternative, you know, is just like that buffered you're talking about. So alternative yeah. as in, uh, you know, private equity, not traded, uh, reg D regulation D. Um, so more riskier investments, it should be reserved for higher net worth. That's all there is to it. So yes. we, we do not get into that. Never have not interested That's in good. it really. That's just us though. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and we're more, um, we, we like our fundamental pieces. We like our, we like our stocks and, and, and bonds when, when they work this year, again, us aggregate bond index is down t- uh, 12% or so this year. So it's been a tough year for it, but your cash is down what? Eight, 9%, 13. Yeah, some people talk yep. to Jeff Peterson with Omaha track. He'll tell you, know, he'll tell you inflation, what he thinks inflation is and a lot different. He runs a big rail company that works on, you know, that, that kind of work. Right. And, you know, and, and so every bottom line is, what's up basically the energy and commodities this year that's about it i hate yeah. to say it you know what i mean if we're looking at sector wise um but, but it's important you know so this is funny tony I, I i heard this quote here this is sir john templeton who started the the templeton funds you guys probably uh, you remember yep. that you heard about templeton he says bull markets are born on pessimism they grow on skepticism mature on optimism and die on euphoria but isn't that the market cycle? It is. Pessimism. That's perfect. Things I've are, never heard that. The, the, the world is coming down. The world's ending. You got the pessimism. And now it's you know, skepticism, right? And then we're optimistic about everything, right? And then it's euphoria. Wow, this is awesome. Because the market hits a record high after the down. Right. And yeah. then it's back to the pessimism. And that's, I think, back and we're in that it's stage right now. Yeah. It's the cycle. And and we've recovered out of them all without yep. a doubt. Yep. And so it, it, it's one of the, the market pieces. usually it hits record highs, sets new records coming out of some of these like always in 2000, 2008. Yep. And then again in 2020, we saw 2021 it go way up. And so, well, the yeah. good news is, Tony, that the mark, the market has always set new highs. Yeah, always. No yeah. matter what. If you look at it over since its inception. Sure. If you look at the market graph, yep. you know, it has drops, but it, it's overall, it's a line going almost, it's at a steep angle. That's exactly it, right. It would be a tough mountain to climb. Oh, it would be, Tony. <laughs> yeah, for, for me especially. Yeah, yeah physically. You know? physically, it's a high altitude. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, overall, the market has been good. I mean, you know, right. seven over 75% of the years have been up here. Yeah. 73% up. 73% up. Yeah, that's right. And and that's, again, another thing that's important to remember, even though that we want to really try to 
all we can think about sometimes right now. And I'm in this camp too, by the way, people. Okay. But you think about just the downside and you start getting kind of negative about things and you have to remind yourself of some of those there, those key statistics, you know, and just understand that, you know, like a, this too will pass. Um, but paying attention to your own financial risk, risk tolerance is very, very important. Right. And if you can push the emotions out of it, push the emotional investment out of it, right? We can get a really good handle on things. Yeah. You mentioned risk and that's a key thing that you help your clients address and can help our listeners with. We've talked a lot about it on past shows. I don't think we've talked about it recently, but managing risk, understanding your own personal risk tolerance, and then really aligning your portfolio with that and all your assets. And Right. To make sure your assets are balanced. You don't have everything in the stock market. Right. You don't have everything in bonds. You don't have everything in insurance or annuities. You don't have too much in the bank where you're not earning anything, but you have a good balance, right? That's right. Yeah. And and, and, and that's really the key and, and making sure that we're managing your future income situation where we understand, you know, what you need, what your desired retirement income is. How are we going to fit all of this in, right, and manage your emotions along with the, the financial implications on the plus and the downside, right? right? We want to make sure that we're building out a plan for your retirement where you can count on that income, right? And I'm there, you know, to serve also as your counselor, your financial counselor, right? The emotional counselor. And that's in years like this, that is ever so important that we're walking people through and, and reminding people again, where we've been last, you know, this year we're down 18% year to date. Last 10 years, we're up 225%. So we have to remember that. And we have to remember that you know, we need to stay disciplined. Yeah. 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 I think it's really important. And uh, discipline obviously can be tough for some of us. Right. And that's why we need a third party, a trusted, independent financial advisor like yourself, who's going to be there to uh, be that uh, on our shoulder saying, no, calm down. Let's, right. let's look at this uh, from uh, a big picture view. And you have an outside view. You're not too close to it like uh, we are as individuals. That's exactly right. Yeah, I can take a look at it from a little bit different uh, standpoint. Yeah. Right. And and, you know, I think it's just important, again, that uh, that we're keeping in mind what we do need in, in retirement. Right. Right. And, and what that means and the income draw that we need to make off the portfolio and structuring it proper for that, I think, is really important. And one size doesn't fit all. Right. You know, a, a, a person sitting around with, a, you know, a $10 million account that has good other income coming in and business, uh, it's a different, you invest differently for that person than you would a, a someone with the $500,000 401k and we have social security, maybe a pension, right? Um, right. Just more, and, and it's not limited assets versus tons of assets. It's just a different approach that you take to it, right? Right, right. It depends on your situation. And, uh, you know, you're right. One size does not fit all. Believe me, I can personally tell you that one size does not fit all. Of oh, course, yeah. that's, I'm not talking yeah. about financial products or financial oh. positions. Oh, I'm talking about something completely different. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. More of the physique <laughs> and more on the clothing end. One speak, size. I'm going to tell you, speaking all. of physique though, Tony, 
um, we got to go to, and this plays in because we got to eat really well. Oh. Uh, we went to uh, Stillwater Proper. Is that what it's called, if yep. I remember right? Yes. And this is uh, some restaurant and a newer restaurant uh, in Stillwater, Minnesota. Tony yes. lives in Stillwater. So whenever I get to come up here to Minnesota, I try to pop by and we have a, a beer and a sandwich somewhere downtown yeah. in Stillwater. Downtown Stillwater is great. And uh, tourists from all over the country and the world come there to the bed and they have it's the oldest established town in Minnesota. So there's 1,800 victorian homes that have been built into bed and breakfast turned wow. into bed and breakfast that are beautiful and it's just a beautiful scenery especially in the fall right. uh, i encourage people to check it out and uh, yep. you know it's not a terrible drive from omaha how far is it about five hours or so five yeah. and a half in yeah. that neighborhood yep. yeah but it's it's a great uh, like three-day weekend getaway and downtown the shops and the restaurants are yeah, and no, I would. That's still water proper. That food was incredible. I thought it? it was awesome. I mean, we had a Nashville hot chicken sandwich, and I thought really was probably the best Nashville hot chicken sandwich I've ever had. And I'm not blowing smoke either. And Tony yeah. had a cheesesteak, and cheesesteak looked phenomenal. It was so good. Service was fantastic. So again, I, you know, oh, here we go off topic. Shocker, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we enjoyed it. It yeah. was fun. Uh, and thanks for coming out to Stillwater. I'm proud of uh, my, yeah. my hometown there. That's fun to yeah. fun to do that, fun to visit there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this next week, Tony, I will be at my own Jackson Hole meeting. Okay, I'm going to meet with my own reserve board, Federal Reserve Board. No, it's not federal. <laughs> but uh, we will be on federal land. We'll be in Colorado. We're taking our, our dirt bikes, which are all street legal, plated ah, dirt bikes. Yeah. Fun. So take our KTMs out to uh, Colorado. Actually, I'm just the only one coming from here, but everybody else is already out there. They live there. Oh. And we go through the mountains on a, on a pretty big trek, so we camp up there. And it's a good it's a good way to get away, you know, and kind of reset and, and, and no service, no cell service and all that kind of fun oh, that, stuff. See, so, that's key right yeah, there. This I following think... weekend, that's what I get to do. So Wow. Right. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm excited for. I yeah. Mean, oh, and, and everything else, of course. Well, you know? sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you have some more uh, big meetings coming up yet, uh, you know, this week. And yep. uh I appreciate you spending time up here. We don't always get to do the show in person, but right. when we do, it's awesome. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be spending some time uh, again in Omaha, so we'll be probably doing the show in person again there. So that's yep. awesome. Great. Uh, Social Security, we got to meet with um, with uh, Central <laughs> States, so CSO, uh, and, and, and Bill Kaiser and I actually went over there and uh, we put on a social security presentation for their employees. Oh, this, that's great. This past week. Yeah. And and that was really good. It was very well attended. There was lots of great questions. So it just reminds me of how important it is that that, that continues to be a part, a very integral part of financial planning. Yes. Um, right. And, um, it, it, and we remind people that uh, oftentimes we, we, declare it the foundation of your social security, your retirement plan, your income planning. And it, and it's not like it's a, might not be a huge number compared to everything, but it does set our baseline, our foundation. That's huge. So we do that. If you need us out to your company, please uh, don't hesitate to give us a call. Or if you want your own social security maximization report um, or a review on your investments or the tax side, Julie Moeller, Medicare season, Brenda and Bill, we can really help you in all those areas. So give us a call at 402-557-6730. Again, right here in Omaha, 557-6730. BigOMoney.com is our website. So uh, go over there and you can do all kinds of fun stuff. BigOMoney.com. 
great being on. Tony, great being live with you. Awesome. And, uh, and, and let's rock and roll, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. That does it for today's episode of The Big O' Money Show with our host, Bill Alton. How far over did we go? Thank you for listening to The Big O' Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at paradvisor.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Throughout our working years, we attempt to accumulate as many eggs as possible into our retirement nest. Unfortunately, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At the Premier Advisory Group, we have put together a simple way for you to group your retirement assets. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download a complimentary color of money report at paradvisor.com or call us today at 402-557-6730.